What up, Silady Mania family? My name is Nikolai Konstantinov, and I built the tribute Yoshinori Kaguchi's 180SX, and I had a pleasure of meeting him, going to Japan, and having a grand old time, and completed kind of a lifelong goal, goal of mine of meeting the man himself. <laughs> You're listening to the Still 80 Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Benson Sue, and this is Storytime. All right, Nikolai. What's up, boy? What's up? Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad glad, uh, you're making some time to to get on the pod. Um, I wanted to get some info on you so that yep. the the listener can can know a little bit about this this person behind the screen or behind the mic i don't know i don't know if you want to we might go deep you know yeah no deep is good <laughs> so uh tell me when you got into drifting um originally i got into it i would want to say about 2004 possibly probably yeah probably about mid 04 okay mid-04, okay beginning 04 something like that um, I was actually kind of weird story. It's all from initial D, you know. Hey <laughs> Watching, man, like, there's no shame in that. A lot of us, like, a, dude, it was know, bootleg initial D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, that's not that's not rare, you know. But there there was not a whole lot for for us back then to to learn about drifting. So it was either like Option Magazine or Option yep. Video or Initial D. Yeah, that's just how it was. So you found yeah, out. Yeah, I got uh, originally. Um, I got my 240 uh, back in 2000. Okay. My original car that I ended up driving and formerly dr- drifting. Uh, I got it in 2000. Got an SR swap in 2001. Nice. Did some did some little bit of weird drag racing. There was a little phase for like yeah. six to eight months, and then that was that. Also then, understandable because uh, 2001 yeah. drag racing was, was really big. popular. Yeah, it was big. Dude, I, I cut my front springs and the ass end was raked and it, it looked like it wanted to go fast, but I was, I was what, like 20 years old, 19 years old. Yeah. I didn't know any better. Headers, intake, exhaust, you know, those were, those were the things that you did to your car right. back then. Nobody knew about this. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. But then, you know, met some people and then had a friend show me a couple of things and then, and then it kind of went from there, kind of spiraled out of control. And then here we are 20 years later, still doing Man. the same stuff, just a little more gray. Yeah. A little more weathered. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, it's, a, it's been an adventure. Yeah, you've been, you've been into drifting a long time. Um, after, after, I talked, after I invited you on the podcast, um, you know, I, I was asking you for if you can gather some photos and stuff for the pod. And you're showing me some of your your older some old photos of your S13, mm-hmm. and I realized I knew who you were, and oh, I just didn't. Awesome. I just I that's never so put cool. two and two together, you know. So I was like, yeah. "Oh, that Nikolai," you know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Uh, you was it was it pro am or I remember watching you on live stream at Irwindale Speedway. Yeah, that was. I think it was. Uh, they called it called it like nationals or something okay. back in two thousand nine. Yeah, it was like Formula D nationals because they did like a Northwest 
event where the like top three or four drivers got to go to the nationals and then they did something somewhere in the midwest yeah and so then they had a whole congregation of a bunch of drivers and uh yeah we kind of you know had our had our little powwow down there and then I think I think that that may be the one that you're talking about. It's before all the stickers and all the decals and all the formula drift stuff. Yeah, kinda. dude, back then it was like it was like the wild west, man. It was it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. How Cowboys so? riding on horseback. How, how how do you mean that it was kind of like the wild west? It's just I don't know. Uh, it was a little more free. It was yeah, a little like. I don't know it was a little more freeing now it just you're kind of i don't know you you have the, all these constraints when it comes to when it comes to like pr- like pro driving right right like every, all the cars are so gripped up and have so much power and yeah i wouldn't even know where to begin you know it's just it doesn't it's not it doesn't even sound interesting to me you know it's, it's uh the the the, the build the typical build to to be competitive in formula d is a lot more you have to put a lot more into it right um there's a lot more engineering and yeah where whereas uh, i don't know what year that was when you were there at erwindale speedway but i mean you could have a pretty basic car to get there dude my my car was pretty pretty damn basic even during formula drift like 2010 season which is my first like my rookie year yeah dude i had i had an rb that made like 380 wheel torque and 500 horsepower and yeah basic basic mods and i was on a 245 255 tire like yeah it's not and i think i was on the nexon and back then they, i mean might as well you would have been like on bricks around your rims yeah. like they had no traction whatsoever yeah and i mean they've come a long way now it's one of the most competitive tires out there but like back then yeah I, the most powerful car back then was maybe Vaughn Gittin's Mustang, you know, yeah. like that was maybe six, 700 horsepower. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and now, I mean, 1500 horsepower Vipers, twin turbos, 10 so crazy, liter, like Jesus Christ. Man. So crazy. But it's, you know, I guess it's the natural evolution of things, you know? Yeah. And I can, I can definitely appreciate it. I have quite a few friends that still drive an FD and they're having a good time, but it's also a business too, you know? And that, that's where like, I don't know. Like now, growing up and watching how things, how things go, it's it's a business. That's what it is. Is that's how you treat it as. It's not, and that I guess maybe that's where the romance dies a little bit, because it's it's work, right? Right. But you get to do something that most people don't get to do. Yeah. Which is which is very very cool, very unique. It's a very cool way to live your life. You know, it's a cool story to tell. Yeah. If you can, if you older, can you continue know? to love love it after it becoming a business for you, then, you know, like it, it works, it works for you, but it, it doesn't yeah, work for everybody. No, no. Right. And you have, it's a life, especially like when you get older too, it's like a balance, you know, family. and Yeah. Life, you spend a business. lot of time on the road. Yeah. And that can, that can wear on some people, you know, on relationships and oh, yeah. know, fatherhood, motherhood, you know, oh, depending yeah. on who you are, you know? And so, but you know, I kind of, I, I did some driving and stuff and stopped and built a life for myself. And now I'm, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm way better off than I would have been. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of taking, it's like taking one day at a time and yeah, I don't know. The stuff works out. Yeah. We so, all have our own path. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So you, so. you're from Washington, the state of Washington. 
Yeah. Uh, originally born in uh, the former Soviet Union, but came here in like 1996, uh, immigrated with my family and uh, just kind of stayed up here ever since and started down in Seattle and slowly moved our way north. And okay. now I live now I live on 20 acres in the woods in a log cabin. And I love it. I nice. Love it. Nice. Not a redneck, but, you know, <laughs> close, close. I got some guns and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Tell me when you fell in love with drifting. Um, honestly, it's like, um, I would say about that time, that 04, 05 uh, time. But I think a lot of it, what made it great is the community back then. Yeah. Because um, there were so many few of us doing it, you know, like right. you, you made so many friends and it's before social media, before all of this craziness. I mean, people regurgitate stuff like like so frequently and there's so much information all the time that's being shoved down your throat i mean you watch stuff i mean reels are like four or five seconds you know and it's like and you're just going through and going through but back then life just seemed simpler it seemed slower yeah you know and so you can actually enjoy going to an event and it wasn't about oh let me take all these pictures or let me get all these photographers to take photos of my car so i can post them everywhere and get all this glory and fame or whatever the hell people are after back then it was just friends spending time together you know and i think that's what i like the most and i like the people and it's like it just seems to it just seemed to fade when it come comes to this day and age maybe it's just maybe i'm a little out of touch i don't know maybe i'm just a little bit of an old school you know old soul but i i like the relationships that's what made it fun the the car stuff the car stuff i think i think now 20 years later, it's not like I'm in love with drifting. I love like automotive stuff. I love car stuff. And in particular, the, the 180, like that's an all time, like that's my cap. Like this car, like it took, it's not that it took me a long time to build. It's, it's just, you look for these parts that are unobtainium and then you come across them. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to grab this, set it aside. And then eventually I'll get to my muse, you yeah. know? And then, so like, for most for most uh, people that were growing up in the 80s, you know, you had the Lamborghini Countach on yeah. the wall. This was my Lamborghini Countach, but so, I saw So for I the people this. for the people who aren't watching on video, you're pointing yeah. at the car behind you. You are yes. in your garage, you're at your shop. Yep. Uh the what's the name of your shop? Uh Beeline Automotive. Beeline Automotive. So you've got yes, a sir. green S13 hatch behind you. Yes. And it looks a lot like Koguchi's S13. Yeah, yeah, Yoshinori Koguchi's uh, yeah. 180. And uh, it took a lot of uh, a long time to acquire some of the parts. Some of them crazy, stupid, expensive. But it's I like I've put together a few cars over the years, but I've always wanted this. Like mm-hmm. I've always wanted that car. Um, that was my Lamborghini Countach on the wall. Right. And so. When I saw that car first, that car made to me the the ultimate impression of the like the perfect 180. I don't know why. What a, okay, tell me what about it? Uh, what about that car made you feel that way? Can you describe? I, can you I describe think, it? I think, the, I think it's the arrow, man. It's like it's nothing that is like even though in option magazines that body kit was. Uh, maybe it was the car. It was so atrocious. The, the fitment was the atrocious. Hot, the hot road arrow. I mean, not hot the, road. No. The, um, this is the IKEA formula. The IKEA arrow. formula arrow. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. And so 
on the on the option in the option magazines, it looked atrocious because it, it had a chop top uh, roof yes. and the fitment was terrible. They looked like some you could yeah, part. you could actually tell yeah. from the magazines. Yeah, you know, even it was, though <laughs> oh, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, but, it was bad. Like, but when I saw Kaguchi's car and I saw him driving it, I was just like, wow, like this is executed very well. Like, and it's like to but me, you're, you're like comparing it. the you're comparing the IKEA formula, the red one, the red yes, top top, red with yep, Kaguchi's, who had the same arrow. The same arrow on the green car. On the green one, yeah. Later, yep. later, later. Well, it was black, years, and like, then it turned green. Yes. So I actually didn't know about the black one until a few years later, like after I saw the green one. But the green one, I think it was everything. It was the color. It was the contrast between the white and the green, mm -hmm. and like it was just. I think it's spectacular. I think it like I don't know. To me, that's my Lamborghini on the Did, wall. The poster that you had on the wall was it? It was the green one, right? So I'm I'm using the poster as a metaphor. Oh, okay, like, got it. As, as in like, and like most people had the poster because that was their i that was the thing that they wanted most. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's the Lamborghini Countach. Yeah. Back then, or or whatever kind of supercar. But this to me was mine. Got it. You know, this is what I wanted. Like, and it took it took a little bit of time and like part acquisition and stuff like that. And I think one of the hardest things was it's was finding the headlights which are um a b flug yeah or ab flug i don't know ab how you pronounce it um my japanese friends say ab flug there you go ab flug and uh those uh i think they cost me like three grand <laughs> it's yeah. a little absurd but you know it's uh you gotta you gotta pay to play i'm trying um, to remember super made also made headlights like that but with yeah, the they buckets, look very a little similar. bit different yeah, they um, the way the Abflug ones are made, they're they're recessed and they're staggered. The headlights yes. is the one on the very outside sits further back. Yes, than the that's one right. On the inside, and so that gives them a little bit of an aesthetic. Okay. And I, I think I just like I enjoy the aesthetic parts of it. Like I'm not into power and things like that, like horsepower. It's the way I always tell people is like when the, when a car pulls up and you go wow is when it's rolling at ten miles an hour and it right. looks stunning and it sounds absurd or right. you know something to that extent that's when you go wow yeah and it you don't need a thousand horsepower for that you know yeah. maybe a cool cam to like have it like do the braps you know yeah and uh but you know so some people overdo it all the time and then they break their cars and gearboxes or whatnot and so and but they don't drive them most of the time the time you were inspired by that car to the time mm -hmm. that you actually started building it how how much time passed before that before you actually started building it uh probably about 17 years 17 years and did you know that you would eventually build that car and you started collecting or how did that I, I all go down i didn't really i didn't really uh so i knew i liked the car and i wanted the car to be like i wanted that car to be in my garage and i didn't really I wasn't really actively looking for all those parts. It's when I found the arrow, that's when like that's everything when it kind of went out the window. You're like, okay, I gotta have yeah. all of these things. Found the LMGT4s that are on the car. Found the headlights. Uh, the the wing I actually picked up locally. A, a, a painter ended up refinishing the wing and putting his own little touches on it that I think looks incredible. 
and then um, and then obviously using every single bit that Kaguchi Power makes, which is the fenders and the quarter panels and the hood, right. along with the wing, uh, to put him on the car to be able to use his parts. Right, and so you, uh, I'm glad you brought up the fenders because the original car didn't have those fenders, right? It did not. It, it did had not. some. I, I'm trying to remember. They're just they were just metal fenders that it had um, like a fender flare built into them. Right. It was at least it, in the rear. It, it, in the they rear. looked like one offs. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so, but for me, it was kind of I, I wanted an aggressive fitment, and I didn't really want to do metal work, but I also yeah. wanted to like show my support for yeah. Kaguchi yeah. and use his his parts on the car. Got it. And I was really like. I was really unsure because the car looked so good with factory panels on it and a little bit of a flare out back to fit the 10 and a half inch wheel mm -hmm. um, that I wasn't unsure how the arrow was going to look because the wide fenders, the Kaguchi fenders are so wide yeah. and the body kit is so narrow and always just trying to figure out what what are you going to do to like bring the, the flare out the bottom of it mm -hmm. to meet up with the fender. And like, like I'm saying, like aesthetically, like, I'm very nitpicky mm -hmm. and so it has to look it has to look right and this is like some of the stuff that's on the car um there is just off the shelf stuff it's just you just tweak and make it your own you know and I didn't really want the car to be um just like his I want to do okay. a little a little tiny spin on it you did know? that kind of change while you were putting it together or did you know that from the start that you didn't want it to be an, an exact replica uh I I didn't want it to be an exact replica. Um, and I just, it's... Well, you can't small. you can't really make it an exact replica without, yeah. you know, bending the, the firewall and setting the engine really far back. Exactly. And so, <laughs> and, and the, the... I just kind of wanted to get the look of the Got car. Got it. And I really, I honestly, I liked... Uh, I think he did three different... He had three different renditions of the car in the green color specifically. And I, I, I don't, I don't know that green color. Like I fell in love with. And even I asked him multiple times, like Kaguchi himself about the color and what he used. And yeah, he could, ne he never told me and he, he doesn't remember. He doesn't and remember. So, so how did you pick just, that green? Because I mean, I don't dude, have one to compare it. Like I don't have a side by side to know how accurate it is, but it like off the top, it looks pretty, pretty good. Pretty close. Dude, I, it took me like seven months to look like I looked for seven months for a proper color. Uh -huh. I went because uh, the car was uh, when I had an I the Ikea formula on it before and I had origin type three fenders, which were like yeah. 55 mil uh, yeah. front and rear. And it always looked a little off. And the color that I chose was a Toyota color that was very dark. And so okay. after it got painted, I was just kind of like, meh, it doesn't it doesn't do do anything for me. And then um only when I found the headlights that I wanted to, I was like, okay, let's change this up. I'm going to change the color again, paid a stupid amount of money to get my car painted. People don't paint drift cars properly, but I do just, I like my stuff. Nice, man. I like yeah. it nice. And then, and then all the, then, you know, then came, uh, came the part of ordering all of the fenders and the hood and getting the wing involved and all that stuff. And, um, yeah. it just kind of fell into place and it just, it is what it is now. I, man, this is. I don't think there's a cooler car, but that's just me. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like everybody's got their own, you know. Right. Um, to me, I think like 
like it's just like that Lambo on the wall, you know. Yeah. But that that's it for me. This this little hunk of junk I'm building behind me, the the other car on there's a two post lift behind me, and the the car on there is a R34 coupe that I'm building, mm-hmm. kind of to mimic this car in a way. Okay. The 240, and so same cleanliness, same attention to detail, but a little more rowdy. Okay. A little little American soul behind there, you know. Okay. So, uh, what what's the purpose of that car? Like this one, like the 240, there is no purpose. The purpose okay. is to do everything. I like multi multi purpose vehicles, so you can yeah. So I can take my son to a car show, so I yeah. can take him yeah. go drifting, so yeah. I can go on a cruise. It's multi purpose, so it has full interior, air conditioning, things okay. like that. Okay. And so I just I like to I like I like cars. I think yeah. I like cars more than I like drifting, and yeah. I like. I like building stuff and I always I always say that like when you were a kid and you sat and glued little cars together with super glue this is the same thing but just bigger and with adult money yeah. you know yeah. it's and like I I just uh, I put together an S15 a little while ago in a similar fashion as this as oh, my That's a beautiful car. Just not as I just didn't go as ham mm-hmm. on that car uh but I had to get rid of it because I wasn't like, I'm not in love with the car. If I'm not in love with it, I'm not going to keep it. Right. And like, I really have to be in love with the car. And like, just so it, it to me, it evokes a certain feeling, but it's just, yeah. maybe it's a little weird, but that's how I, like, I, I just can't keep anything that I don't like. I just don't yeah. enjoy it. You know, yeah, yeah. I can't enjoy it. I like the process. I think the process is the, like the coolest part is putting something together, making something out of nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This, the skyline was a running, driving car like four months ago yeah and now it's not now it's a bare shell on a rotisserie right <laughs> because i'm a little absurd yeah I yeah crazy it's all so, good it's all good right right um so let's see Let, let's talk about i i'm i'm still really curious about your your what what do you call it is it is it a tribute car what do you call that it's just paying homage to yeah. somebody that that kind of s- kicked it off for me really um he was one of the first drivers who i think i think what it was it's you know i i keep trying to replay in my mind like what what it was right that got me into it but i think it was just the car itself it wasn't his driving style it wasn't like really the, the, the dude's just cool as all hell like yeah when he's like leaning back in his jean jacket and smoking a cigarette while sitting yeah. on his black hatch yeah. like that is the coolest ever for sure for like, sure like how do you how do you not like that that's yeah. like Dude, it's like it's macho as macho as it can yeah. be. Like chilling on the car, smoking a cigar, like big old pompadour. You know, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but I think I think it was just the car, man. Like I, I really, the silhouette of the car, the the arrow completely changes the way the car looks. I'm I'm really into like the 180 SX hatch, like the Koki Type X. Uh, look and mm-hmm. so the, my Formula D car was like that, and I've put together a couple of Type Xs since then. And then like Type X plus OEM plus looks, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think the silhouette of the car is just stunning, uh, to me. And it's a, it's a, it's kind of like the classic uh, sports car, like that wedge look, you know. Yeah, it's definitely. Like the, nose, the nose is slanted. Definitely. The assing is nice and That's, big. I, I really feel like the 180 SX it just it's timeless. It's got a timeless, timeless lines, dude, and timeless like, shape. And and like yours back back then, like your red one, dude. That thing was so sick. Oh, thank you. Right? And it's like, and it's one of those things too. Like you see that and you're like, okay, 
I want that too. Mm. That, Cause that's pretty, cause it's like, you, you look at, you look at the build quality and like, I don't know, to me, it was like one of the, one of the memorable cars from back then, like wow. yours, his, you know, there was a, there was a few. Right. And so, yeah. but it, I don't know. I just, and that's why the kind of the 180. I like, I keep going back. I've, I've remade the Type X like multiple times and just yeah. my most recent one. And I know every time I make one, I end up selling it and I regret it like within a couple of weeks. <laughs> and of course, my, my friend just, uh, who bought it, uh, his name's Austin and he owns a clothing company here in Washington. And mm-hmm. he came by to get an alignment for me and we put it on the rack and it's, the car is white and has, he put bronze T37s, the OGTs on it, and it just yeah. looks absolutely incredible. And I'm just like, I'm like, why did I sell it? You know, but yeah. I like again, I like the process and I did love the car, but at the same time, like my 240 to me, it's the the tippy top. Like that's what I wanted for the longest time. And it doesn't right. matter how cool the Type X looks, I still yeah. want my car over any yeah you know yeah 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 it's like it's it's so special because like that's what kind of set it off for me and i'm just i don't know i just don't want i just don't want nothing else like even even building the skyline it's kind of like i just want to put one together just so i can see what i can make and that's it like i don't know if yeah. i like it i might sell it but i just yeah the 240 like i i want to drive this car all the time that you your 240 uh i mean you really you were inspired for a long time yeah, to build that yeah. car. Yeah. Um, your skyline, it, it's a little bit different, right? You don't have yeah. whatever you said, 16 years to, to no, kind of mull no. over it's, what you wanted. Because, like, the skyline, especially the 34, is a, such an icon. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fast and the Furious, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tuna No Crest, you know. Yeah. Um, it's iconic. And so it'd be, I always thought it would be kind of cool to, to put one together. And is that one going to so be green, one, too? It will be green. Okay, it'll nice. be it'll be green. It'll have. I'm actually in the process of. I, I don't know. I'm working on a wheel brand. I'm trying to. I'm trying That's to. Right. You're you're designing a wheel. Trying right. Yeah. Trying, and so I'm basically uh, going to run my own wheels on it, and then a similar white stripe on the side, just with the shop logo, the Beeline okay. Automotive. That'll be kind of like the the shop car. Yeah, basically all. Yeah, that's what it is. All the all the money from whatever this place makes goes to there, and then some goes to the bills at home. But yeah. mostly it's to that, and making sure the lights stay on. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, that one is just I'm doing a. So back when I did Formula D, um, I when I ended my 2011 season, I was running a, a six liter LS just because that's what everybody was doing, and it just what kind like of car was that? Idea. Uh, it was the same 180 hatch uh, or 240 hatchback. It was the uh, was, the gray was the one? one. The it was tan. that tan gray one. Yeah. But I I crashed it in 2010 at the end of the season, um, and I rebuilt it for t- for the 2011 season. But this time it became a red, and it had an LS2 in it. Okay. And and you were gray, you were doing full blown FD then, like regular like yeah. But only on the West Coast because I was like 22, 23 years old, yeah. no money. Yeah. Or actually, maybe no. No, I wasn't 22, 23. I was probably like 25, I'd say, okay. 26. I was I was working at a discount tire, America's Tire Company, and like, yeah. you know, not making much money. You know, I don't know yeah. what the heck I was doing. Luckily for me, I was still living at home. And, you know, 
I lived at home till I was like 28. By 28, I bought my first house, which is great, you know, and yeah. it started off, kicked off my family and stuff. And but um, yeah, I had a I had back then I had that six liter, and at the end of the year, I grenaded it blew up. Mm. And so for the 2012 season, I had a I had another Type X hatch that I put together, a nice red one with the OGTEs. It was a beautiful car, but I ended up selling that one to buy an LS, a new LS for my 2012 season car. And I just never went through and to compete in 2012. What I ended up doing is stopping it and buying a house, which okay. was the, the right move for me at the time. Yeah. Uh, but the but the LS I still had. And so that LS from way back then is going into that, into that wow. sky. Wow, interesting. So there's like, there's like history behind it because I've bought it back then and I've had it for so long and it was supposed to go back into yeah. a pro level car. I, I don't have a place for it. Right. And so now that I've had this thing for so long, it just needs a car. And yeah. so I've, I've kind of toyed with the idea of doing it to the skyline because it'll upset some of the purists, you know, that's yeah. where you kind of, eh, I like doing like little ruffling feathers, you know, <laughs> but I figured, I figured it'd be a kind of a cool build. And, on this one, I, I do have like a full dry sump, like four scavenged. Like it's a gnarly setup. Basically, it's like no expense spared kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's it's NA. It's got ITBs on it, so it'll be proper. But yeah. dialing back a couple of things, taking off the dry sump because it's, it's just too much. Too much. Okay. Uh, just it's easier to just go wet sump because I'm not I'm not racing it. I'm not drifting yeah. it. I might slide around here and there but um there's plenty of solutions without going full-blown race yeah. everything you know yeah um i still want to be able to enjoy it and like turn it on like a regular car go for a drive come right. back shut it off and then go to bed you know or right whatever, right dinner. but yeah so hopefully i mean hopefully it'll happen soon i i gotta do a bunch more fabrication to the car but not too no, much that, that sounds just, cool just, I, I like the idea of that um because it, there's because of the personal connection that you have to to why you're building it that way, right? The, yeah, the, yeah. Where the engine comes from and you've had it all this time. And I mean, that all makes sense to me. So it's just like everything's kind of like inter intertwined. Like yeah. I've originally like I had a R34. I was going to put that motor into like six years ago, but I ended up finding another one. So I sold that one. But the one that I found fell through. Yeah. So I was like kind of lost for a little while didn't know what to do bought a z06 vet and i was gonna stuff that in there i'm like okay well ls corvette they kind of go together but i was gonna do a little bit of a like, Wait, japanese styling spin but on you it bought you bought that r34 running yeah it was a running driving car so, it had ac so, everything so the rv came out of that oh yeah well where is that going uh, well, the car, so it, everything's kind of premeditated, right? So bought a NA automatic oh, RB25. So you knew it was like, going to, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, now, like, I was going to say, could you put the RB in the Corvette and then put the, put the LS in the R34? <laughs> that, that, would be, that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. <laughs> hey, the thought, the thought did cross my mind. The, you, you know, know? I, I'm seeing a lot of people drifting Corvettes right now, and they're mm -hmm. they're modifying it with a Japanese style, and it looks really good it looks really good it looks and really how good. sick would it be if it had a rb in it i think i, I think somebody's doing a jay-z one i i know somebody did a k24 vet yeah. yeah which is 
kind of crazy but then it's yeah it's crazy but i i want to see a six cylinder in there yeah you know? yep i thought there was a jay-z one i thought somebody was building one but maybe i don't I'm know wrong. No, yeah. i don't know but you know people are wild they're doing stuff like that all the yeah, time yeah. so i got my but uh my buddy jeff he uh picked up a gtr um like the newer gtrs mm-hmm. recently and he's doing a 2j swap in a gtr <laughs> Wow! Why? <laughs> uh, well, it was a, originally it was like a, a mild drag car when they do like roll racing, okay. and the car made like fifteen hundred horsepower, and so they bought a different shell, ripped everything out of it, and so he bought a shell, and oh. he's a Jay Z, he's a Jay Z guy, and so he's like, hey, why not be the I first? I mean, if person it's a shell, the- right? That, I guess that's exactly. a different story. Exactly. So it's a yeah. It's basically uh, it has full interior and everything is just yeah. no motor and no drivetrain. And okay. so he's like, well, best best case scenario. He he has a, a really nice uh, Rocket Bunny GR86 that he built with a 2J and stuff. And, uh-huh. um, he's he's just like. Is that who Jay-Z traveled stuff. with you when when you came mm-hmm. to SoCal? Okay. Yeah the the black GR that I yeah, think yeah. Um, yeah Larry Chan did a video on it. Yeah yeah. Very yeah, cool. cool car, but. You know, yeah, six cylinder. I I agree. Six cylinder vet would be sick. It'd yeah, be totally sick. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it sucks because there isn't much out for them, and that's that's actually like one of my most favorite like American cars is like a C six Corvette, but it has to have the wide fenders, whether it's a Grand Sport or a Z six, mm-hmm. because it has that same one eighty silhouette. That wedge, you know? yeah, it has that wedge. You Definitely. know, and so I I actually when I had my old Z06, I wanted to do a little bit of uh, like the arrow that stuff that you can buy the little bits and makes it look a little lower and a little wider. But I actually bought some Advan GTs for it. I wanted to do a 1920 staggered, like a double staggered yeah. setup, 19 by 10, 20 by 11. Yeah. You know, a little stretch tire, like what what American guys would be laughing at, like American muscle car guys would be laughing at. Oh, like, yeah. oh you got to put a big old meats, you know? Yeah. Big old meat Larry three oh five come alive. <laughs> but um but no, um yeah, and so but now I ended up uh, trading um my S fifteen for a Z06 uh sorry, a Grand Sport C six Corvette. Okay. Um and that one uh it makes like eight hundred horse on pump and like Jeez. over a thousand on E eighty five and that Jeez. car is absurd. And so I was actually, and it ha- it's low to the ground. It's got full PBM arms, like the whole catalog was thrown at it. And uh, it has T37s, eight, 19 by 9.5 in the front, 19 by 11 in the rear. So it looks very, like, proper. Okay. It has a JDM flair to it, which looks super sick. Yeah, yeah. And so, but, like, having the 180 and the, and the C6 side by side, oh, they look so good. It's just now the C6 has to be green, you know? So the green is good. Are man. you gonna make it's it so, green? I would like to. I'd like to. I'd like it's to just, see it green. Paint, paint's a lot of money, man. Paint's paint a lot is of a money. lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Even though, even, like mine, I think it cost me. Even with a friend doing it for me, it still cost me like nine grand. Yeah. So, but now full like full paint jobs like fifteen thousand, eighteen thousand, but yeah, like man. proper, like it's like, like beautiful, you know? Right. Um. But. It's kind of worth it if you want if you want that kind of quality, right? Yeah. And so the fit and finish always has to, know, for me at least, the fit and finish has to be right. The fitment on like the wheel and tire, the combinations has to be right. Yeah. Otherwise, it just it just looks weird. It'll, it falls apart. I don't know, at least aesthetically for me. Yeah. So, and so I'm like I'm 
I, I always try to help people. And like when, since I own um, Beeline Automotive, like I have a lot of people that come to me for like advice. And I always, I always try to try to tell them like, hey, all I want to do is make a car look cool. So just yeah. please trust me. Like yeah. I just don't want nothing leaving my shop without it looking good. So if right. you come to me for advice, you don't have to spend a crap ton of money, but at least it'll look. And when it leaves, it'll look awesome. Yeah. You know, so we'll just spec it out just right. You know, tire stretch, the fitment and all that stuff. Get all that on point. But I just, I don't know. I like that. I enjoy it. I like solving problems. I like, I like helping people. It's yeah, fun. for sure. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you made a little trip to Japan recently, didn't you? Yeah, it was, uh, actually my second trip. Uh, we didn't have a chance to go in 2020 before the world lost its mind. Um, and, uh, that was like completely mind blowing. And we got to visit like Tokyo Auto Salon and all that and did, uh, went, ended up going to Nico circuit where that's Koguchi's, uh, home turf that's in Tochigi prefecture and, uh, his shop is in Tochigi prefecture. And so that to me, I had to take a picture in front of the sign and all of that. And it was just like, just the most epic trip. And so, uh, both my my friend Jeff and I were just been clawing at going again. Yeah. And as soon as we found out, I think it was October when Japan opened up of last year, uh, with like all the COVID restrictions lifted, we were like, dude, we gotta go. And yeah. so book book the trip. Like we're like, okay, we're going for like almost two weeks. Like what nice. are we gonna do? And then, nice. And then you obviously you plan. You plan. Yeah. And then did then you the plans go did you hit up Koguchi because... on IG and you're like, hey, I'm I'm coming. <laughs> It, so I, I did, and he was, you know, it's like his wife answers most of the Instagram stuff as I, yeah. as I was told. Um, yeah. and so it was, it was hard to communicate via a translator. Yeah. But, um, I ended up telling him that I was coming. I just didn't know when. And so what was kind of cool is when we went this time, um, our, uh, my buddy, Jess and I, mutual friend, uh, uh, Ken Gushi, who's a pro, uh, FD driver. Um, he also drives for Kazama auto in mm -hmm. Japan. And, um, we, since we're old buddies and stuff, we all know each other. We met up at Tokyo auto salon and, uh, basically Kazama son ended up, uh, phoning him and getting a, you know, figuring out a time for me to go there. So, nice. so I, not, not, it's not like, Ken's a good friend. It's not like somebody did it. No, it's Kazuma-san did it. Like another OG driver. You're like, yeah. you're doing me a favor? Yeah. I'm like, it's just like, what? And dude, so the nice. whole trip was just, just unreal. And then, oh my gosh. it. I think I spent, like just during Tokyo Auto Salon, I ended up running into a friend. Uh, his name is June. He, uh, he owns Hardcore uh, like clothing company. Mm -hmm. Um, and he works really close with, uh, Kai Muta from, uh, rocket bunny. Yeah. And they unveiled this, uh, the S one nine seven Mustang wide body kit yeah. at, at Tokyo auto salon. And when my, my son and I, before me leaving, we saw the render pop up the 3d render as it spins mm -hmm. around my sons and I jaw dropped Yeah, because my son's into, into Mustangs for some odd reason. Okay. I don't have a Mustang at right. home, but I mean, I do now, but, uh, but like our jaws dropped and I was, I completely fell in love with the car too. And so as soon as I, like I got there, I wanted to see the car and I ran into my friend June and we're sitting and talking for like an hour. And then Kai Muta comes around and he, 
my friend June basically starts talking to him about how this crazy American is like losing his mind yeah. over this car. Yeah. And so then I ended up talking to Kai Mira for like an hour through yeah. my friend June yeah. and just, just like telling him about like how, just how cool he makes a lot of the, even like the American cars, they're not like the C5 is a, is a great looking car factory, but it's not the, I don't know. It's kind of a little ugly, just mm-hmm. a little bit. But yeah. with his with his styling, the way he threw everything at it, it looks they look incredible. Yeah. And so uh yeah, it, it was it was beyond thrilling to meet him. And then after after that whole thing, we ended up going to Mobara Twin, uh, which is a um it's a like a drift track and they have two small circuits and um ended up meeting I, I didn't even know he was going to be there as Taniguchi san was mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. and he's you know the old HKS uh S15 the 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 iconic red S15 with yeah. a big old HKS like spoolie boy on the side um Turby. ended up yeah right Turby yeah yeah ended up meeting him and taking a couple photos it was just like it was What was surreal, he doing there man. filming uh he was uh he was actually uh this was a Vertex event and they hired him as a driver. He brought one of his personal cars out, and he was giving ride-alongs. And they were doing to like raise money for oh, okay. like the local drivers nice. and stuff like that. And it was it was really cool. It was like an appreciation thing for like fans. Yeah. And so was, was he grip was, driving? What was he doing? Oh, he was drifting. He nice. was uh, drifting his one eighty. Um, I have one? some photos. Uh, the the one that uh, it's like a zebra striped one. The white one. Yeah, it's like white and black. Yeah, yeah. But it's got I forget uh that, I forget the name of the body kit. It's like that, super wide. Uh yeah, I don't remember yeah. either. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. it looks that's it looks the crazy, one yeah. that's the one that's that's built like a modern pro car with the Yep. where yep. it's high. It's the wheels yep. are sticking out cuz he's got uh He's got like knuckles on it. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. It does yep. has it does have white white fab. It's cool yeah. because it has an, it's got it's got an SR in it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and like I think I think one of the coolest things too, like in Japan, like even even at Mobara, like all all you hear is 4AG, SR, JZ. Yeah. Some some RB. Yeah. Very small amount. Like usually the Skylines will have them. It's a lot of the S chassis, they won't, they don't run that. Yeah. They usually run Jay-Z's or SR's, yeah. you know, and uh, like, obviously it's always great to hear eight, six, you know, like a little buzzing 16 or 20 valve. Oh yeah. Or like some throttles for sh- or for sure. For sure. Oh dude. And yeah, that just that whole experience too, like going to Mobara, uh, meeting him, then got to, got to hang out with, um, uh, what's his name? Drift Samurai. Mm-hmm. He was there too, uh, and there's a story after after this Mobara circuit too. Um, but then met him, ended up like hanging out with Kazuma-san a bit more. And then uh, while we're hanging out with Kazuma-san, um, uh, what's his name? The chief editor of Drift Tengoku, uh, oh. Kawasaki-san. Yeah, Kawasaki. Yeah, he ended up he ended up coming up into their like little paddock at Kazuma Auto. Uh, paddock and Kazuma-san introduced me to him and said hey take a look at this car and he grabbed my phone and he showed him the car he goes oh this is uh Kawasaki-san goes hey this is Koguchi's car and uh he goes no 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 no, no. this is his car yeah and he points at me and he's like wait what 
and then like I showed him my Instagram and everything. He's like, what? Yeah. Just mind blown. Yeah. And because um, apparently, I mean, they, they know each other very well, uh, Kaguchi and uh, Kawasaki. And so he was just kind of mind blown. He's like, hey, uh, like, I want to come shoot your car. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to fly to the U.S. to come shoot your car. Wow. And so. And uh, I was like, okay, this is just beyond, yeah. beyond thrilling. I'm like, if, if it's like, it's almost coming full, full circle, right? You like, as you're growing up and you're looking through Dory 10s and then you're yeah. looking through Austin magazines, like this is them. This is them writing this publication, yeah. taking all these photos. And then you see Kawasaki's photos and him yeah. doing all the DIYs and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but now you have him talking to me about coming and shooting my car. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. I'm like, it's surreal, dude. And I was, I'm just like in seventh heaven, you know? And then there was a funny little clip on my Instagram of him uh, watching a video of me drifting. And he goes, your drift is better than Kaguchi's. And I was like, (laughs) I'm like, like, stop, stop. And it's just, dude, I'm like blushing like a little girl, you know? It's, oh man, it was just, it was so epic. And then, yeah, just hanging out for the rest of the day at Mobara and, Actually, the gentleman that took us to Mobara, uh, he picked us up from our Airbnb, and he he's, a, a, I believe, a doctor or a dentist, but he ended up buying uh, an old Vertex E92 M3 with the 2J in it, like back in like 06, 07. That Vertex car, was it, it was, uh, no, it's like, it's, it's white mostly, and it's got like a crazy livery, a crazy little wing okay. on it, but okay. it was uh, Wenosan's, um old um vertex car i think it used uh, to be red maybe yeah maybe i think it was originally red that thing that thing was rowdy too and it was kind of falling apart he hasn't been taking care of it yeah and it's like i i have like um i did a little youtube channel thing trying to start one i don't know i don't know what i'm doing all right (laughs) but um I ended up, I'm having a friend uh, put together, uh, help me put together. I kind of recorded a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff on my phone, like preemptively planning this stuff just so I can kind of take people on a little trip with me, you know, that yeah. I was on. And, uh, and there is a little bit of a snippet of that car uh, on my little YouTube channel or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh dude, I'm still, I'm still like in awe that, all the stuff that I that I saw, the people that I met, the experience yeah. is just surreal. You kind of just stumbled into a lot of that, uh, and I did exactly, and I did because the Mobara trip was just like, hey, do you guys want to come to this event? Yeah, and we're like, sure. Yeah, like we're gonna get picked up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we're we're out. We're coming for for a ride, and. Um, after that whole thing, you know, we did the whole tourist tourist thing, walked around a little bit, did some like up garages and whatnot, and um, but then uh, ended up uh, getting a phone call from uh, one of the one of the gents from BN Sport uh, that he's like um, English speaking uh, mm-hmm. gentleman that we uh, met a few times at um, Tokyo Auto Salon, and Jeff actually got in. Uh, Jeff invited or he invited Jeff and I to come out to a barbecue. And we're like, okay, well, we don't know where we're going. So we're in our little rental Mazda Bongo thing. Had like no suspension travel. Just like, dude, my back <laughs> was killing me. Um, but ended up going there and we pull up and do this. This We are at Drift Samurai's house. Wow. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I can die happy. Now, yeah. You know, almost, almost, because we didn't get to Kaguchi yet. And so uh, we ended up 
hanging out there all night. And I think one of the coolest, besides like meeting him and like his energy, just dude's epic, mm -hmm. epic. And, uh, but I think one of the coolest things I saw was, um, while we were there, a, a father and a son, there was a couple of different instances, like two different pairs of parents and yeah. like a parent and son would come in and would spend time with Drift Samurai getting like, like key pointers on whether it was drifting, car build, this, this yeah. and that. So like mentorship. Yeah. You know, they were coming there for his advice. So because their sons are into it or they're trying to get their sons into it. Right. And, and they're coming there f to learn something, you know. Yeah. And to me, I was just mind blown. That's like, beautiful. How, dude, I was I was in awe. Yeah. The fact that the fact that they're coming there and and he's he's been uh, I believe uh, Drift Samurai has been managing Team Toyo for a very long time. He, he works very closely with uh, BN Sports as well. But like, besides having their own family business that they got going on, apparently he does this kind of stuff, like mentorship, yeah. because somebody has to pass down the torch. Yeah. So this thing that we love yeah. keeps going, you yeah. know. And so I love it. And as and like as you get older too, it just made me think. You know, it's like as we get older, we have to we have to like pass down the torch. Yeah. But like, but not, you know. I guess everybody's in a different point in their life and the type of car that they build and how you know how much finance how your finances are in order or not what you can cannot afford you have to be mindful of that too and it's nice too sometimes like i have a my friend shop next door they have a young fabricator he's 19 years old this this kid puts out stuff that i that i could only dream of and he's 19 years old but he's also into drifting he's also into all of the stuff that we're into and it's cool to be able to support somebody like that like if yeah. he comes to me for whatever tires this this and that dude just have it all mm -hmm. like just just keep going keep doing this because this is the type of stuff that i was into and it's awesome to see in you yeah you know and i just i i like the nurturing aspect of it it's like great. the fact that like that drift samurai himself gave a crap and, yeah. and wants to continue this because it's it's more than just like automotive stuff it's like it's it's almost like culture like automotive culture you know that they're trying to pass on and cultivate in all these young young men and women you know that are trying to do this and it's so it's so cool to see over there and now this day and age watching all the kids doing the sim stuff and then how well it translates um I keep forgetting, uh, Hiro Minoa, I believe, yes. is his name, 12 years old. The kid shreds, and he podiums. Yeah. And he, well, I mean, it kind of helps that his parents are both drivers, you know, but it's with a little nurturing, you know, yep. they kind of stay in the same realm as you. Yep. I'm kind of taking that, trying to take that approach, trying, starting to take that <laughs> approach with my kids. So we're doing a whole, like, sim setup, and I already bought him his Mustang, and even though he's only not he's gonna be eight years old uh tomorrow yeah and so on saturday and so i'm just kind of starting it young because like i i feel excited i know he'll be excited but i'm excited right and one day hopefully i'll get to i'll get to go tandem with my son yeah you know whether he's like 12 and i'm 43 44 yeah. like it would be it would be a cool i don't know it's like a, not a dream, but it just, it would be cool to have that come to fruition. You know? Yeah, like, no, I get it. Uh, the, oh. the past year or so, I've been hearing about LeBron James wanting to play professional basketball with his son because that's never wow. been done before. So, wow. And it, that's it, he has the chance to do it and he's really 
pushing for that. So that would be so sick. Yeah, it's like I don't know. There's some, there's something to that too. I, you know, it's like become becoming a parent is like one thing, and like that that has its own challenges and stuff. And you have to. I mean, you you think you think things through like like no other and like yeah society society these days it's a little wild man and so trying to trying to hold on to my kid as long as i can yeah you know you're you're wise to do that you're wise to do that because like as as the kids are growing up nowadays it just there's such a disconnect between the parent and the child that like i never want that because i don't want to i don't want to alienate my kid and Mm -hmm. i don't want you know, I, I don't want him to choose his friends over me, even though yeah. like it's good and healthy and he finds his place in life and in society. Right. Um, but I, I want him to stay close. I want him to come to me for everything. You know, yeah. I want to be the number one source of everything in his life. If I can, if I can, yeah. you know, um, but at the same time, I know he'll have his own life just like we did as we were growing up, you know, and um, but trying to trying to see what what happens. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all it's all a you know it's all a bunch of beakers and like just tests tests of trying things you know yeah so well, having like, a kid definitely changes your outlook on on things and you you were just talking about passing the torch and yeah. having a kid really makes you think about that like what mm-hmm. are you doing to to pass on your legacy to your to your your children and yeah. and you know it. it that's one of the reasons why I'm doing the podcast because that's so cool. I, I love drifting and uh, I want to continue to give back in any way that mm-hmm. I can. And if mm-hmm. it's not through driving, you know, mm-hmm. which I, I definitely can't drive as often as I did before, like this mm-hmm. is how I'm doing it. So, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of one of the reasons why I opened the shop. A lot of it is um is catering to aftermarket support whether it's and i like i like all um all principles you know i i do like the stands car show stuff i do like the drag stuff i like rat rod hot rod stuff and it's more of a of a place that and i spoke with a customer today it's like i just like taking care of people in my community yeah you know it's being being able to be here and actually give a damn like when when somebody brings their car in, like I actually give a shit about doing doing the right thing, you know, instead of like oh this will work, you know, and send yeah. them on their way. Yeah, you know, like no no no, I I want to dial things in for you because I care, right. not because you want it or not. No, I care. Yeah, and it just it's just that level of like respect for for the person, respect for the art, whatever they're into, yeah. drag, dress, whatever. But to be able to do it how how i want to do it but also keeping them in mind right i want to do my very best for them and so that's maybe maybe trying to do that in my own way through the shop somehow and maybe down the road like being able to mentor someone you know getting into drifting or driving in general automotive car stuff um i have a had a uh, this young girl come around help me out in the office 18 years old she's getting into cars wonderful wonderful person and she's just trying to learn she's like hey can i just hang around and like learn from you figure out why you're doing this and this and i'm like hey just come on in you know yeah and my doors are always open for for anybody hey monday through saturday nine to six i'm here yeah you know and other time is for family but you know i'm my doors are always open i'm always welcoming and 
but that's what it is, right? It's like I, I want to be able to take care of the people in my community. If I if I could make a difference in their day and their year, whatever, like hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm, that's what great. I'm here for. And so, just like you're doing with the podcast, like hopefully, hopefully this place as it grows and things progress, like it get like I'll be able to be more involved. And I I eventually want to be able to sponsor local events or throw local local things where I don't know if rent something out and. Actually, one of the one of the things that I'm working on is kind of going back to the the Japan trip. Is I had a I had a chance to go to Koguchi Power, and yes. that that kind of dude. I was I think in the video that my buddy's editing right now, I screamed when I saw it. <laughs> like I freaked out. My hands were shaking. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, like, because like for like twenty some odd years, like I kept seeing people go there and post pictures of it, and I'm like, and I'm actually going there. Right. Like it blew my mind. Right. And so, you know, we we pulled up and we did this whole thing, and I'm like nervous and giddy and happy and like just. Oh, it was it was so cool. Like I'm like reliving it right now, and I was like I was trembling, dude. Yeah. And like I got to see him, and like I got to see him in the, like in the distance, and I freaked out. Yeah. Like I I, I was I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm I'm like, what's his name? Talladega Nights when he's like I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, like <laughs> you just like you're like what is happening? Yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, uh, the whole experience was just surreal, dude. He, oh, man, I. I wanted like I showed him a photo, not a photo. I brought him um, some posters of my car okay. uh, that a friend of mine took, and he made. Nice he realized you were coming, me. right? He did. Okay. He knew. He knew I was coming. Uh, and he, he didn't and know he, what to expect. He, did he, he know was, it was you? What the guy with the car that looked like his? I I don't think so. I okay. think he was surprised. Okay. But when I so what I did is I wanted some some of the posters signed with my car yeah. but i wanted his signature on yeah. it yeah and dude there's this there's a moment where he would he was looking at the at the poster and he could not take his eyes off it for like yeah. solid i won't say eight to ten minutes yeah and he just kept looking over it and he was yeah. just in awe yeah like of how like clean it was and this this and that and how how different it was from his but still yeah. executed so well yeah and and I was. This was all through through a friend of mine who was translating. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in awe. I was in awe. And yeah. like, dude, the whole experience was just, dude. I looked up at the wall and I saw the yellow BN hood uh, and oh, sorry, Koguchi Power hood, and then the green one. And I was like, yeah. holy crap, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then I knew that the the car that I originally saw was there. Uh-huh. Because of a friend that went there a few years prior, and he said, "Yeah, it kind of sits in the back of the shop, covered with all the stuff." Dude, Koguchi took his time to stop doing what he was doing. Yeah, he moved like a few transmissions out of the way, uh-huh. cleaned up all this area, and uncovered the car. Yeah, bro, I almost fainted. How did it look? I almost fainted. It it's yellow. Yeah, like the, the very last time he drove it, it's yellow, still all taken apart. The motor's still in, and everything's still in, but. I asked him, I was like, when was the last time you uncovered this? He goes, it's been a very long time. Yeah. So I was like, and you're doing this for me? Yeah. Dude, I, I swear, like, I was humbled. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what to say. Yeah. You know, and I, I almost damn near cried because, like, he was like, hey, go sit in the car. Wow. And I was like, get the hell out of here, man. Yeah. It was, uh, and then I obviously got in the car. I'm, I'm a little wide, you know, for his seat. He's built a little <laughs> so, 
took me it took me a second to squeeze in but like you said you know with the dashboard pulled back and the, yeah. the motor obviously sitting back and you know he was just kind of talking to me um through a translator about why these things were going on and like why the motor was pushed back and all this yeah. stuff and with today's geom- suspension geometry and what you can do, he goes, you don't need that anymore. This yeah. was because it was back in the day. But, dude, I was sitting in the car. I was sitting in the car that, wild, I, man. that I saw. And, like, to me, I was just like, I like didn't, how is this? You know, I didn't realize that was the same car, even when it was yellow. It was mm-hmm. yellow. It had, did it have, like, gram lights on it? And it's sponsored yep. by Dunlop? Yep, yep. I didn't realize. I thought you know he would he he was running that car for so long i was like there's no way that was the same car i thought that was just mm-hmm. another addition that he built right right that is so no, crazy it was, it's the same thing and dude i was that thing lasted forever right i mean that the cage in it everything's like very very robust but for those days yeah now, nowadays it's yeah that's that's a completely different beast you know yeah, I mean yeah. The, the quality of build nowadays and the part usage and stuff like that. It's, I mean, this my two forty's got a damn Samsonis in it, for no for no reason, no right. reason at all. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, dude. I, I I'm still still kind of in shock and yeah, dude. Yeah, it was so so hard to explain like the feelings and stuff. But then mm-hmm. like leaving that place and. One of the coolest things was like when we got into his office, we're just looking around all the memorabilia and all this yeah. stuff. And his his wife, uh, she pulled out an old album uh-huh. with with photos that I've never seen on the internet. Uh-huh. I've I don't think they've ever seen daylight. Yeah. And it's like of the car. And I was just like I was glued to him for a little while. Like yeah. I just kept looking at the car. And uh and like I was like, Have people looked at this? Yeah. And she's like not very many yeah it's like we just don't show them but because like you're here and yeah. you made this car like yeah it's obviously very special to you and so yeah. i just want to show you and i was like yeah. wow wow just 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 so cool man and uh i i kind of i kind of can't wait to go back i really want to go visit again yeah and uh but one of the coolest i think one of the coolest things that happened besides meeting him is like we're we're all into this stuff and we always like for instance, like when we go uh, when we go down to Cali from time to time, we'll stop in at like Gretty, right? And mm-hmm. we'll pick up some nice like clothes that they have, like to support the brand, right? Yeah. We trust in Gretty. They've been around for a very long time. They're a great part manufacturer, and um, but I, you you never see Koguchi Power stuff, and so all you see is the decals that he makes. Mm-hmm. And I and I asked him, I was like, hey, um, Koguchi-san, would it be okay? Um, w- I w- have you ever thought about like doing anything else with your brand? Yeah. Like not because of like money or whatnot, but no, just to give us like the weirdos that, that like you Yeah. to, to so we have stuff like, right. we like stuff, sir. Yeah. And uh, he goes, <laughs> he goes, honestly, I, I don't, he goes, I'm happy where I am. I'm too busy for things like that. Yeah. And so I kind of grew some balls and I asked him like, would it be okay if I did something with it? Yeah. And he kind of, Stood there for for a minute, and then he turned to my friend who's a translator. And he goes, "Hey, tell him go ahead." Wow! And so and so, I I was just kind of like, "What?" Yeah. He's just just like that. He yeah. goes, he goes, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah. And so I was like, "Okay." I'm like, "This is cool." And so and like with that, like I I want to be able to help make some stuff for nerds like us. Yeah. Because we like this kind of stuff. Why yeah. not? Like 
I actually got gifted uh, by a friend of mine when I, who I stayed with in California when we went for Formula Drift Round just recently. He gave me an old HPI uh, jacket. Nice. That has that the Emperor logo on the back yeah. of it, and it says Koguchi Power underneath the HPI yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's like, dude, that that's history right there, you know. And how cool would it be to wear something? I keep pointing over there because it's hanging over there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how cool would it be to wear stuff like that with that with that name, you know? And it would be super cool to to be able to like come up with stuff, yeah, you know, for people to wear. Not it's not just stuff; it's the stuff that because it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Like his name means a lot to me. The car that I built it, because of him, and so like even though he's not he's not in drifting as he was before, I don't want the name to dwindle. Yeah, you know, I want it to be. If anything, I want to kind of like raise it up. And I don't know if I'm doing it justice. Like I hope, I hope I am. And I hope if I'm not, that somebody scolds me and like tells yeah. me, give me some critic, you know, criticizes me a little bit, constructive yeah. criticism, you know, to help me, to help me do that. Which I, I welcome it if anything. Yeah. Um, but I like, say you just have to make it top notch. Don't make some that's cheap, exactly, no cheap exactly, shirts, right? Exactly. It's got to. No, 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 no. None of that Gildan yeah, stuff yeah. that feels like sandpaper on your nipples. None of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <None of> that. <laughs> uh, but no, and that, and that's what I want. And we actually, when we went down for Formula Drift, I went to Gretty and I talked to one of their um, one of the gentlemen who is in charge of making all the all of their clothes because mm-hmm. they are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the quality of their of the stuff that they make is phenomenal. And so mm-hmm. I talked to him a little bit about that, and he's he said that he'll be able to help me like talk to their suppliers and things like that so i have quality clothes that i can put on people so they yeah. actually feel great yes and they would yeah. want to wear it not just because it has a name on it but no yeah. it's so it's comfortable to wear yeah and whether it's like clothes or i actually i'm talking to a friend of mine who has that clothing company here in washington he also does like automotive stuff and uh he works with keys um like the steering wheel he's racing yeah He's racing. Uh, and he just had some custom, like, uh, collab uh, wheels made. And mm-hmm. so he's putting in an order. And I'm actually going to be working on pre-ordering, like, 50 wheels, like, Koguchi Power wheels. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm trying to – I'm in the stages of, like, designing it right now. And, and not not overly crazy, nothing like Ver- – you know, like, Vertex has, like, a bunch of stuff going on all over yeah. it. Even though it looks great. I think it's a little too much. I'm trying to keep it classy, you know, just like a little bit of pizzazz here and there. Yeah. Um, but maybe maybe do a go in on a little batch and ch- just to try to see if there's any gauge some interest. Yeah. It's a lot of money yeah. to fork out, but you know, I'm I wish I was in it for money because I'm uh, I'm not. I don't care. Right. Like I have I have plenty of everything in life, and I'm I'm happy where I'm at. If anything, this now is just like it's a slight different chapter. And actually, one of the reasons for doing that is I would like to go. I would like to drive again competitively, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit. And so the plan is I actually found my old 180 uh, that I competed in Formula Drift in. Yeah, because I parted it out and sold it off. Um, And a gentleman that that has it, local guy to, to us. He agreed to sell it back to me. And so what I want to do is remake the green car again and send it to Japan and compete in FDJ2 and then maybe D1 lights. Yeah. So basically, I want to come full circle. 
Wow. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know if it'll be possible. The 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 small ploy is to run under the Koguchi power banner. Yeah. Just to, I, I want to see if it's possible because there's uh, there's so much pride in the name. There's so much honor in the name. I don't want to. I don't want to cross those boundaries. I don't want to mm-hmm. cross those lines. But I would like to try. I would like to try if that's possible. If not, then I'll fly under my own banner. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to. I would love to use the Koguchi Power brand with uh, with paying some kind of royalties to him. Which I, I asked him if it would be okay if I sent him like money, you know, to, because I am using his name. I would love to. I'd love to help the guy. We all need a little bit more, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though he says it's okay, I'm not okay with that. It's just out of respect, you know. And so I would love to send him some money for the for the products that hopefully I'll be part of making, um, along with like a few other friends that I'm working with, and and then the rest of it would just go into go into driving again to hopefully bring up the name again, and so the name is relevant once again. And because like with this with the car too, it's a lot of people don't know about Koguchi, and so it's nice to be able to tell a small tale yeah. every time somebody asks. You know about oh what is what is this car about? And Do a lot of people ask you when when they see your sometimes, car? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes they're curious. You know why why did you choose this or why yeah. this design? Yeah, and you kind of go into it a little bit. It's like originally it was this this and this, and then yeah. you kind of you kind of tell a little a little tale, which is uh, it's important to me. You know. Oh yeah, for sure. But, yeah, and so well, what is your what's your response been like on social media? Uh, as far as the Koguchi like stuff? how people receive your car uh, well they they say it's one of the one one of the best looking ones like in a very long time or the best one in the country type yeah. of stuff yeah which to me I'm like I'm like hey if you guys think so cool I I just I made it for myself I yeah. didn't really make it for anybody else but I'm, yeah. I'm glad and I'm like really humbled if, if somebody really likes it and I hope it inspires somebody else to build something. I mean, like it or in similar style or whatnot. Right. But I just, I just hope it serves in a, as an inspiration to, yeah. to the young kid, you know, that's yeah. coming up, whether boy, girl, whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I would just like to just have somebody inspired me. Hopefully, that inspires them. How I'm crazy not, would it be if twenty years from now someone made uh, a car after your car, bro? <laughs> if, if it was if it was the exact same thing, I'm like, holy crap! Fifty year old car. What are you doing with this? This is a relic. How much is how much are those things going to cost? Right. You know, yeah. Be totally. Like, oh, hundred grand. Dude, the marketplace is insane. It's right wild, now man. Cars. I don't like looking at it. <laughs> Dude, it's it's crazy. Because man, we used to pick them up for so cheap, and oh, now yeah, everything's expensive. Dude, these stupid like the Skyline, man. For that car, I paid like almost thirty grand. And it's, it's a, crazy. And automatic. It's crazy. It's terrible. But I mean, I I don't I don't know what happened. I know what happened. Adam LZ. <laughs> he's a, he's a wonderful guy. I've like I've had many conversations with him. He's a, such a nice kid, man. Yeah. Um. But you know that's that's what the internet does. You know yeah. they see they see somebody like that have all these cool things and they, they want them. To. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're paying eight thousand dollars for Blitz O threes. Yeah. You know? Oh man, I just I realized when you went to Japan and you saw Koguchi's car, it was yellow. So you, yep. you still don't know what's the right green. I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. And uh, from 
I, I didn't ask him, but my friend asked him about the origins of the of the stripe, the green with the stripe, the, the white stripe the white along stripe. the side. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I didn't ask him about it, but a friend of mine um, that actually designed this cool little sticker uh, for me, he asked him when he went uh, there like a few years ago, and he said it was uh, designed after the Hayabusa uh, Shinkansen train. Okay. And it was a it was a teal teal colored train with a white stripe and then the pink stripe right up above it. Okay. And uh, I've always thought it was because of the the Jaguar because uh, apparently he was into he's into uh, Formula One um, like watching it and stuff like mm-hmm. that like most people a lot of people do. Um, but back then during those times Jaguar had a similar color green yeah. with the same H- HSBC logo the bank logo on the side mm-hmm. of it had the same stripe with a white or with a red little stripe above it okay and a white stripe underneath so there was a lot of speculation was it this or was it yeah, this? yeah. and then and then he told him that it was the Shinkansen train okay okay a lot of, a lot of people like those over there and I actually got the for the first time ever got to ride on one and it was yeah. crazy crazy You're like how are we going 180 miles yeah. an hour yeah and it's a, it's on a train man yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Did you get a really chance cool. to ask him why he went green? Cause all his cars up to, up until then were black. I did not. I did not ask him. I should have, dude. I was so overwhelmed. I I, I know so you, can, you don't have enough time to ask all the questions you want to ask Bro, him. I, I was in my feelings, dog. I was in my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much what it was. Oh no, it was. Uh, yeah, it was definitely definitely one of the most mo- memorable moments. Uh, it's like. Having my son being number one, getting married number mm-hmm. two, and then that that <laughs> that the, that I don't trip, blame you, man. man. Yeah. I think I think those are like the top three most memorable moments. Because like I like it's just a feeling that I don't know I don't know why I felt the way I felt, but I was just I was giddy, man. It was uh, it was a lot of emotion. Yeah. Because I I don't know it's like you you watch this stuff and. It's like meeting meeting your hero, you know. Well, yeah. that, but that's what he was, right? First, so he's so many people's hero. Dude, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. People want to meet him, and and you know he like through my buddy, he was like he was like I don't know I don't know why you want to meet me. He goes I'm just a guy. I yeah. was like that's why. That's, that's so why. dope. You know, after after all these years, after all of these um, all these people that travel from all over the world to go visit him, and he still feels that way. He still believes mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. awesome. And he just, it just seems like he seems simple, you know, and yeah. like he, like he was saying, he goes, I just, I really like, I enjoy my work. Yeah. I like what I do. And he, uh, he himself mentors, you know, he, he, uh, does a lot of, um, judging at Nico for mm-hmm. like the younger, the younger, um, kids. They're like, f- like 14 to 16, yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. He does a lot of judging for them. He also does like mentoring, uh, stuff as well, kind of like Drift Samurai does, mm-hmm. um, but he uh, he's still very active um, over there. He spots for a couple of Formula, uh, I think one Formula Drift team and another D one team. That's great. So still still pretty active in it, and so and that's why I can see you know it's like he doesn't want to really do anything else. It's taking on a lot, yeah. and a lot of the a lot of the older older um, drivers um, they they're not really into the social media stuff and. Like uh, I think one of the one of the ones that really is is like Kazuma, but it's mm-hmm. because he has Kazuma Auto, yeah. And so he's trying to kind of come to the U.S. market as well through uh, with help of uh, Ken Gushi. Ken Gushi's a distributor for Kazuma Kazuma Auto now, and 
for the U.S. And so I'm through the shop. I actually want to be like the Northwest. I'm uh, going to be hopefully talking soon about doing a becoming a dealer in the Northwest for for yeah. their parts and just be cool. Like it's because yeah. those are the stuff. That's the stuff that you grew up with. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like watching, reading, constantly looking through option magazines, not understanding a word. At least me. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 from the soviet union so that's that just like that's completely different you know yeah and so but it's like it's cool to be around it but i think a lot of it is you know it it all started like when when i was doing fd really and like i still know a bunch of the people at fd like andy luck was one of the one of the main guys in fd used to yell at me and he yeah. still does now from time to time and i love him for it he's a great dude who doesn't andy he's yell great. at oh, he, he yells at everyone and i love it i love it man but i i think it's because because of the time spent in fd that i got to meet all of these people even even my like my friendship with my, with my friend jeff like we all we both worked at discount tire america's tire company mm-hmm. but we met there but then he was one of one of the people that helped me during f during the time when i was doing fd mm-hmm. so we stayed stayed close friends and i take care of him and he takes care of me and so kind of this like little relationship we got unstable but yeah <laughs> it's, it's good it's good it's good yeah. we're always yeah, yeah. working on it so yeah but but yeah and i think i think because of that it allowed me to kind of keep exploring more and more and more because of people like you know like kangushi who who i met back when i did fd and then we kind of still throughout all these years kind of stayed in contact here and there that allowed me to like experience what i just experienced yeah and man i wouldn't trade it for anything i wouldn't trade it for anything it's just it's so cool it, it's just, so cool I, that uh, you know we could see people like uh, I don't know if you were familiar with Slide Squad back in the day, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. you know in the in the late '90s they went to Japan and experienced something like what you experienced, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you can go, what is it like, 25 years later, mm-hmm. as a foreigner and still experience stuff like that mm-hmm. as. Like the Japanese don't get tired of us foreigners going there and no. you know like, it's like the treating them like celebrities, right? They like right, right. But it's like it's like in that infatuation, you know. It's it's just like I don't know for uh, in like FD too. Like we treat foreign drivers mm-hmm. a little bit differently than we treat stateside drivers. You know, yeah. you're like, ooh, they're coming from this land this mystical land of <laughs> europea or or japania or whatever yeah. you know we treat them differently and i mean it's it's cool it's very welcoming you know it's it good builds good relationships and you know become to friendships and things like that but um a little bit it sometimes seems a little biased you know here and there yeah. but i mean it is what it is and yeah Drifting, unfortunately in in the in the pro realm it's a it's it's a biased sport kind of you know it's it's judged there's no checkered flag and so you're you're kind of you're at the mercy of the judge you know and then when they're splitting hairs and picking things apart one thing's their right the other one thing's their right you know but it's it's drifting the way i look at it it's it's entertainment and it's it should always be that because it, it it's for the people it's not really for the drivers the drivers go out there to have a good time, you know, and, and unfortunately it gets crazy competitive sometimes. People yeah. get angry, get upset, 
but to me it's it's a show and you're like two prime examples i think in in like history of like drifting to me was nomuraken mm-hmm. and mad mike mm-hmm. they're like showmanship yeah. they're like they go out there for like the people like nomuraken wasn't winning a lot mad mike just just recently like doing good past few years you know and not to say that he wasn't but he's an incredible showman you yeah. know he he goes out there and he does it for the people i remember one of the most memorable moments to me at fd was when we went there i don't remember i think it was like 2016 2017 and i remember he was in like his mazda mx5 he goes out i think he like lost a battle or something like that and they're still they're gonna they're about to send another pair and he just comes out in the mx5 and like rodeos the door and just yeah. does burnouts and just the, the rotary's like that da, 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 off the rev limiter yeah and the people are just like wailing yeah like wild in the stands because of him but that's how you that's that's what it is it's showmanship and yeah. that's why he has red bull as sponsors and all this other stuff is yeah. because he does stuff like that he does stuff that people like and so kind uh, companies companies go with that you yeah, know yeah it's like if you want money go do that yeah you know but he's successful he's successful in everything he does he drives in multiple countries and all this stuff and does all these cool events and now he has a kid that he's trying to you know get get him into everything and which is awesome to watch like as oh a dad, yeah for sure it's like it's so cool like the the father son yeah. son like father daughter relationships it's really cool and like it's weird too like having a kid Oh, dude! When you watch those like moments, oh, it hits you, and you know, you know, oh, you're, yeah. like, you're like, oh man, <laughs> not, not, not. you're like, damn it, these feelings, who's cutting onions, you know? And it's like, and it always does. It always happens to me, you know, because yeah. it's it's special. You understand the bond that you have with the kid, yeah. right? And uh, and I don't know, it, and it's, you, really, it's you know, really not cool to see. not all kids want to follow in their parents' footsteps. So when you see that. Yeah. When you see that actually happen, like that really is very touching. Yeah, yeah, it's special. I think it's very special. Um, and that's why I kind of want, want to keep my kid like, you know, as close as I can. So hopefully, hopefully I can do that with him, you know, yeah. one one day. Um, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, just the, that whole, that whole journey kind of, I don't know, it, I just want to I just want to see what's possible and like and like with that too when uh, the whole thing with Kawasaki-san uh, from just Tengoku uh, my buddy Jeff out of nowhere he and he wanted to go because he's a he's a crew chief for um, for Forrest Wang okay for his team and he wanted to bring his car down to California and he needed a you know a running mate to go with him because yeah. he, they have a two-car trailer and he's like hey you want to go I was sure yeah, and so I ended up taking my car down to Formula Drift round uh, for Long Beach. We ended up entering a car show and stuff like that. But um, before the car show on like Friday and Thursday, like obviously driving through the pits, like all the eyes are like on the car. Yeah, and and like my buddy Jeff's car as well, very good looking car. And uh, and then parked parking him next to the for- next to Forest Pit, and how much attention he gets. But then yeah. like they walk around his car, and then there's our cars, and there's yeah. a, in the back of the lot where all the pit cars are or the pit trucks. There's yeah. our cars, and, and now there's a huge line of people taking photos and looking at stuff. So you're forced to like move it out into in in away from that from the back of the pit into the front so now people are all over it and yeah. asking asking stuff and taking photos you kind of feel like a, 
so like a weird celebrity in a way. Um, <laughs> well, you have then, to realize uh, that uh, n- not a lot of people have seen that car in person. Koguchi's yeah, car, yeah. right? Yeah. Koguchi's and so, car. so seeing your car is like the next best thing. Like, yeah. Being yeah. able to see something in motion, seeing seeing it uh, like up close, like mm-hmm. that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I, know, that's why, like, I, I try also like, also because that card doesn't exist anymore in in the way that you know the way that your car is in green and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true, and it was uh, you know it was pretty cool. And um, I remember like even before coming down to FD, I remember Kawasaki from Drift Tengoku was saying that he was going to be coming to the to the FD Long Beach round and. Up Did until like three three days prior yeah. to us leaving, I didn't want to text him. I didn't want to message him and tell him that I was coming yeah. because we were unsure. Yeah. It was almost a last minute thing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, my buddy Jeff goes, "Hey, let's go!" And I was like, "Well, you've been saying let's go for like a week on week and a half on yeah. and off, and all yeah. of a sudden now you want to go again." I'm like, "Okay, f- <laughs> let's go." Yeah. And as we as they set off, I messaged him and I told him that I was coming down, and he goes, "Awesome," and that's it. <laughs> And then uh, we came down. I ended up meeting up with him. We had uh, we had dinner, and then he came out on on the Friday prior to the main event, and he kind of took some small pictures here and there. But but if anything, he was just really excited about the car. He just was looking all over the car. Yeah. And he told me when it goes into the car show on the Saturday, the following day, uh, he wanted to take some photos. <clears throat> And so when we pulled into the car show, luckily he was there early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, since your car is like not in the car show and it's away from everyone, do you mind if I take some pictures and stuff? And so he ended up doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, he said that it's going to be in the next issue of Drift Tengoku, which is so cool. Dude, it's, dude I'm like, like, I'm like, is this real life? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah. And I'm just I'm just along for the ride. And it, yeah. it's just it's. Yeah, I feel like a like a little kid, you know. Yeah, like that's awesome. Park. I can't wait to see it. Uh, me, me neither. I want to. I, I, I don't. I would like to read what he says. Maybe I'll just have somebody, somebody translate it. Cause yeah. Because he, he was like, he was like, I'm gonna make a, um, like a header that would that will say crazy American or some, something. <laughs> like that. I, was like, I was like, I'm not even. I'm. I guess I'm partially American. I'm, I'm Americanized. Yeah, I became a citizen like five years ago or four yeah, years. Well, you're ago, American so. then. Now I'm an official, official yeah. American. But yeah, dude, it, it, even even that experience, like in Japan, like kind of, kind of came over with me, and then I got to yeah, I got like few uh, a couple years ago. Uh, I was part of like Drift Week with a friend of mine uh, from Las Vegas, and we got to meet Ian from Valino, mm-hmm. uh, Valino Tire, and. I got to hang out with him uh, in Japan a little bit, and then during FD as well. And then we, when I went and had dinner with Kawasaki-san, um, Ian also came out as well. We all had a great time, and it's like it's like in what world does this happen? <laughs> yeah, like, how does this happen? And I think I think a lot of it is to do with the fact that like I did try like FD stuff for a little bit and made made some friends, made some connections, and. Uh, yeah, it just kind of kind of stuck around, and I just like I like being part of this world. You yeah, know? it's awesome. It's, it's fun because like life is so wild, you know. And to be able to to be able to do this, we don't. Not a lot of people get to do this. A lot of people have 
kind of mundane lives, you know? Yeah. Day, day in, day out, same thing. Like, we get to do something very special. Yeah. And we're part of something very special. It's just sometimes we don't think it, about that. It takes, uh, it takes um, taking a leap of faith or taking action for that mm-hmm. to happen. So if you have a yeah. mundane life and you're not doing anything about it, then that's yeah. kind of why you're living a mundane life, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, right. like find find your passion and take take action with your passion, yeah. right? And make something happen. So hands down, yeah. Um, there are there are we're we're getting close to the end here. Um, there yeah. are there are three things I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. One, um, I don't remember. I don't know why I've looked at your car a bunch of times, but I don't remember if you have the IKEA formula door panel on it. I do. You do have yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. The infamous people are like, what is this? Why does this look it's, bent it's and so broken? Funny. I'm like, it's not, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a door card like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are, those, that's a, those are very hard to come by. And yeah. actually I have a, I have a friend that is trying to immigrate from Russia to, uh-huh. to the U S um, he's a, he's brilliant with carbon fiber, Kevlar, fiberglass, uh-huh. things like that. And I actually reached out to Ikea formula like multiple times asking mm-hmm. them about remaking this kit. Yeah. And so when my buddy comes over, what I want to do is be able to pull a mold. I'm going to take my car completely apart yeah. and pull a mold off of that so I can recreate it because yeah. the, the amount of questions I ask, I get asked all the time, whether it's just about the skirts or about yeah. the full body. You're like, what is this? Where yeah. can I get it? Da, da, yeah, da, yeah. Da, da. Similar thing with the headlights and like, you, you can't, you can't, you can't find this stuff. It's like, yeah, unobtainable. Have, yeah, yeah. But like, it's, it's cool that it's cool that people, um, like this stuff and they want to, you know, they want to have, they would like to have a part of it or the full thing. And so it'd be really cool to, to recreate it. But Ikea formula, even though they follow me on Instagram, they never reply. Yeah. It's just kind of, but and honestly, I don't think they did care. Um, and I kind of, I had kind of had that conversation with uh, Drift Samurai about like recreating it. I kind of brought that up to him, and he mm-hmm. said, he said he hasn't, if it hasn't been made in a while, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, and they're not yeah. doing anything with yeah. it. I don't think it's a big deal. And so it would be kind of cool. Uh, I would like to have a couple of those. You know, maybe make one in the yellow, and then maybe like make one in the red. It'd you know? <laughs> be kind of cool. You if, know? if you do, just, just a little spin. If you do red, are you going to do a chop top? Oh hell no! Oh, that thing was looks the red. Atrocious. You know what? The red one also had a different front bumper. Uh, it it had, had the little fog the lights in them. It had the same bumper. This so this bumper originally has. Uh, um, Are they covers? Turn signals. Turn uh-huh. signals. Yeah. Yeah. They they go uh, they go like right where this little area is. There's yeah. a turn signal. The right side there. vents. Yeah. Are yeah, they? You just are they like add-on covers or something or? No, uh, there's the a actually, bumper. There, there was a there was a hole there before, so that uh, this portion of it uh, uh-huh. had a hole cut out right there. Oh, and so okay. my bumper actually had him, and, and it. I think Kaguchi's like he filled it, and so I ended up filling mine ah, too. Because okay. I, I put the lights in there, it looked a little goofy. Yeah, and so I just like ended up. Got it. You know, it looks better without it. I think it does too. Um, it's so it's so unique. Like I was also wondering the or the origin of that bumper because. My friend Teddy mm-hmm. had a red hatch with that same arrow. And mm-hmm. I know there are not a lot of that arrow floating around. So I'm wondering if mm-hmm. it somehow came from him, maybe. 
Um, this the era I got from someone in down in Oregon. Uh, okay. It was a buddy of mine. Uh, he's into like RC drifting and stuff as well. And yeah. he had this hatch that he put together, and he never painted the arrow. And I just kept bugging him and bugging him and bugging him. And then yeah. one day he just like he's like, "All right, cool, I'll sell it to you." And I was yeah. like, "Because yeah. then, like, because that's like the that's the one of the most important pieces." Yeah, if you don't because have that arrow, even, then yeah, you you don't have. Then you're it building at all, a different right? car. <laughs> even even if I didn't have the headlights, the headlights were kind of I don't know they're they're. They're not really a crazy piece or anything, but like you could run the Sleepy Eye mod and stuff and yeah. have it look more like Kaguchi's like original car. Yeah. Uh, with the with the with the eyelids popped up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but since those popped up, I was like, okay, now this is like different stages of the green car. Right. Yep. Like put together because yep. the green car at one point had a C West body kit that I actually owned a long time ago. I should have should have kept it, but. Um, it was yeah and but i just i like this arrow the best like yeah. the most um and then the headlights look super sick it just like completely changes the car everybody keeps saying it looks like a rx7 or a 300 zx nah. or something it's like people that don't know yeah you know, like, yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, pretty much yeah but it might as well be so i also wanted but, to yeah. ask about your shifter you've got the <laughs> ikea formula sequential I don't know what's called. It's not. Uh-uh. It's not an actual uh-uh. sequential, but it's. Oh, it's an actual sequential. You have it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not an IKEA formula. It's an actual oh, like like Samsung I, sequential. That's right. You did say that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like I don't know why I thought you. I mean, I saw a video of you shifting, and I just assumed because you built it. Well. I actually don't remember when his car was green if he had the actual sequential in there or if he had that funny IKEA sh- uh, formula shifter in there. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember, dude. And like I like I said, like interior wise, I don't even care. Like I don't even care what it looked like. I just really, it's like that silhouette, especially. Uh, at- so it's not. It's not like midnight purple or whatever color he had on the inside of of his. No, 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 it's no. not. The okay. the car. My car is like full interior. Yeah. I have got uh, it. I have like multiple layers of like sound deadening, yeah, like yeah, aftermarket yeah. sound deadening. Okay, okay. So it's quiet and comfortable. Yeah. It's just I like I really like the exterior, like the silhouette. I don't really Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, I could have had a one J in there or whatever, but like yeah. the SR just sound that, that's like the God's motor, you know? Like yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't you can't go wrong. Okay. Yeah, they blow up and they're finicky, but but no, that car, uh, yeah, it has a so originally that LS that I had from way back when mm-hmm. when I was when I was gonna build the first 34 skyline i ended up buying a quick change rear end and a sequential gearbox because i'm just yeah special um (laughs) and so i ended up selling off a couple of the parts but i i had the sequential gearbox and when when this car was coming together i was like well i had a cd09 but like the gearing's always off and you have to do the z the 350z rear end or whatever and i just don't want i just don't want to do that i already have all these parts and I have the gearbox just sitting there for like, yeah. I, it sat for like almost two years just collecting dust. And I was like, well, I have all this bell housing adapter for a LS. I was like, might as well just order the SR one and then just put it all together. And so here we are. Okay. And, okay. and now it's like obnoxious to drive. And do I drive at like 70 miles an hour and then it's whining at 4,000 <laughs> RPM. You can't hear you know? nothing just, off. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, it's it's not bad. It's just, it's just wound up. And yeah. I'm actually going to be 
replacing the gearbox with like a Z32, like a new Z32 gearbox. I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, pulling this one out uh, just because I, I, I want to enjoy the car more. Like yeah. I want to, I just, I just like driving it. And the car has like speakers, subwoofer, all this kind of stuff. Like I enjoy driving it with my kid. Yeah. And so I put my son in the passenger seat. Like we wake up early in the morning and just go cruise. That's you know? awesome. That's like one of the one of the things that I, I I enjoy the most is like spending time with him while we're in this thing. You know, crank up our most favorite tune of the month. Yeah. And then just just it's go great. drive for a little while. It's oh, great. it's. You know, it's the whole dad, the whole dad thing. You know, yeah, and that's yeah. that's why that's why usually the kids like us better than the moms. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife, my wife hates it. Uh, she's like, "Why is he always? Why is he always gravitating towards you?" I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm the fun one. <laughs> I let him get away with a lot of stuff." But you know, I I how they say you take you test that ass from time to time. You you got to let them know. You know. Yeah. But. No, no physical stuff. More than anything, you just make them, you just talk to them a certain way, you know. Just yeah. make them realize that they made a mistake or something like that. That doesn't make you feel good and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So yeah. then they're all in their feelings, and you can you can kind of guide them properly without any any of that physical yeah. stuff. You yeah. don't you don't need all that. I my 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 mom used to beat the hell out of me, but I turned out all right. Yeah, I think I think, <laughs> but. But yeah, um, I think the last question that I had was, uh, do you ever think about, uh, you see a lot of tribute cars out there, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what you call them. Is that what you call them? I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. Koguchi's got, he's had multiple tribute cars, but uh, I think there's, so there's the one that you built. If you, mm-hmm. it's not technically a tribute car, but. Um, the, of the green car, and then there was also mm-hmm. one of his when it was red, like the earlier days oh, yeah. when. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's the hot road one, right? No, I think it was the, no. when he when he had the chuki bumper and he had the oh yeah yes yes he yes. had the metal hood and he just cut vents into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That one's that one's been floating around for the the past few years, and uh, Drift Tengoku oh. put it in in their magazine. Oh, that's so sick. That's isn't sick. that cool that he's he's had like people love his style so much that mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. built tribute cars over you know inspired by different versions of his cars. There's actually uh, one. So one of the couple of the I don't know a day or two prior to us leaving. We got to go to Nico Circuit again, yeah. um, and I ran into a couple, young couple. One, uh, ge- the gentleman had a replica of Itai's old yeah. blue yes. 180SX. Yes, and that one's on like on my Instagram. The photos of it. Yeah, and I also took a photo of his girlfriend's car, which is the black version with the the Blitz O twos. Yeah, the yeah Techno Speed or no the O twos. Yeah, the Blitz O twos. And she made a replica of that one. Nice. And uh, actually, both of them wanted to meet me because he started following me and he figured out that I was coming out to Nico. Yeah, yeah. And he gave me a ride in the car. And I was just like, I was like, man, this kid throws down. Nice. He, like, he throws down. Nice. He's got a, uh, I think, uh, a Nismo six speed, like, uh, upgraded gearbox and uh-huh. stuff in it behind his SR. He's on like little 215s out back, you know, nice. little 215s wow. out front. Wow, like he period just, like, correct period correct dude, tire sizes <laughs> dude right exactly exactly it was it was perfect and the kid was super nice and that's awesome I, 
he was super nice when the translator was there, but then when he wasn't, I didn't understand a word he was saying. But it was great. <laughs> I was in this awesome. car for like a solid like fifteen minutes as he was just thrashing on it wow. and driving, driving. Oh my god! So cool to see, like an animal. Oh, dude, and it's it's cool too. They're like you know nineteen, twenty, twenty one years old, something yeah. like that. You yeah, know? yeah. It's just cool, you know. His yeah, his girlfriend made that replica of of Koguchi's car, which is it's awesome to see. I would have. I have a friend locally who has those same wheels and stuff. I haven't I seen I haven't seen that black one, but so it's uh, so now oh, now there's three different versions yeah, of Koguchi's yeah. cars. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, it's on his. Uh, I, I started following both him and his girlfriend. Yeah, because they both follow me and stuff, and I was just uh, you know that's that's my kind of I don't know the 180. I don't know style that I like. Yeah, and so I just followed them back, and it's like and it's cool. They share stuff sometimes. Sometimes they send me stuff. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. We don't understand each other very well, but uh, <laughs> just, just a little little. You understand enough to know that you like each other's style. There you go. There yeah. you go. But you know, translator helps. You know, yeah, a little yeah. Google Translate. It'd be yeah. cool to learn. It's a it's a super cool language. Yeah. Know? I mean, other people pick it up like no nobody's business, but yeah, it's got to dedicate the time and see if you That's want right. to do it. That's right. So. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Is yes, there uh, is there anything, anyone you want to shout out or any last words before we finish up? No, um, not really. Okay. I mean, yeah. There's a few. Um, I mean, as far as as far as like the car goes, I think one of the one of the coolest things. I actually mentioned it, and um, Super Street ended up doing a little um, thing on it while I was down in California as well for Long Beach. Um, they did a little shoot on it. I was like, I was like telling people like the steering I have in this car, it's uh, electric. It's all EPS, so okay. electric powered steering. Yeah. And so, uh, like being trying to build everything clean and having, you know, no oil leaks, none of that. Like mm-hmm. S chassis is notorious for like the power steering. Yeah. Somehow it boils over and it all comes out all the time. Nobody yeah. knows where all this mysterious goop comes from. Yeah. You know, and so uh, one of the like the most cleanest mod- mods like we did on the car was was that was that rack. Um, I was like pointing that out for some odd reason because I think it's like one of the coolest things to come in a long time for these, and it's like a new age thing. Yeah. I like stuff like that. I love when. when yeah, it's like, cool to see stuff like, still advancing. Like people don't just oh, give up on this old car. Like. People keep developing new things, and yeah. it keeps getting yeah, and better these, and better. Like these guys, they're uh, the the shop is called uh, Virgo Speed Industries, and mm-hmm. they're out of actually they're like an hour from from my shop. Um, they came out, they installed everything. Like, dude, the the stuff, and they everything works on like S chassis. They actually do them for R chassis as well, like mm-hmm. GTRs and stuff like that, just to be able to get rid of like. All the all that craziness that yeah. underneath the hood make everything cleaner and nicer. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like the idea with the skyline too. It's like I'm that one of the reasons of like getting rid of the dry sump is because like aesthetics. I like aesthetics. Uh-huh. And the only thing that's going to be left on the motor is an alternator and a power and a AC compressor. Yeah. And so, but if I had a dry sump, I'd have a yeah one pump on one side and two on the other, and aesthetically, right. it's not pleasing. So you yeah. get rid of one, yeah. which is a crazy oil pump and then you just put two one on each side so right. aesthetically it like makes sense it's yeah. uniform you know yeah and so like you have to get rid of one to like run the other and so but again it's like so 
everything looks clean. And on that car too, we're doing the same like EPS rack. So that way I don't have to have a power steering like debacle going on, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, other, other than that, like new age stuff that I like kind of get my jollies off on yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, there's really, really nothing else. Yeah. I just, uh, I just like putting this thing together. I think it, I don't know. It looks, looks right. You know, I think one of the coolest like decals I have like on the car, it's kind of hard to see like, in the video behind me but we have a we kind of had a jared deanda type of a gentleman that uh that was the voice of our local like evergreen uh speedway like evergreen drift mm -hmm. uh there's a sticker on the mirror of him because he passed away a little while ago but he was that one like die hard like fan of drifting awesome. and everyone you know awesome. and like i think i actually asked uh uh, Kawasaki-san from Drift and Goku to at, to take a photo of that and maybe mention that in that's in, awesome in the um, in the article because it's like he was that special to the community yeah and, and it's like his voice kind of like in a way it still resonates you know like like at the track like I can I, it's almost weird like not hearing his voice yeah but like I think that's one of the coolest things and. I, I'm actually trying to figure out a way to um, to f to find a way to work with like uh, have you heard of ignition model where they do like a 164th 143 scale like almost yeah, identical so. replicas of like cars yeah I'm actually trying to have this car remade so that way it's a 164th or 118th scale mm -hmm. but I want that's one of the decals that like means like the most yeah as a uh, what's his name and, uh his um uh, his name is matt risher okay matt risher uh he went by afro drift okay he was like he was like he's a mixed kid you know he's yeah. a really really cool really cool soul and he kind of he like always gave you like the biggest smile the like the most amount of hope you know for yeah. for like the community and stuff and he was very very supportive of it and so and it's it, it's it sucks seeing people like that go because they're like a staple you know of yeah. the community yeah yeah and like because he was he was like one of those people that always kind of made everyone stick together yeah and uh, it just yeah unfortunately passed away and uh but you know life's a little emptier but it's but it's also you know it's also good you know yeah. at the same time so you well, just take it take it as a go comes thanks I guess. thanks to you his his name will hopefully live on and people will remember the things that he did and be inspired yeah. by the positivity and and the things he did for the community so you know thanks thanks to you for for doing that and bringing it up on the podcast yeah yeah of course um that's just you know just me being a guy doing what we all do enjoy enjoying this stuff trying to yeah trying to now trying to inspire others and you know kind of see see where that goes yeah life's life's a little different now but you know it'll be it'll be good yeah be yeah Gotta keep, gotta keep moving forward, bro. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, I, I really appreciate you having me on, and uh, yeah, I don't know. hopefully, hopefully, people enjoy this. Hopefully, y'all enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, but, I, I know they will. Um, I, yeah, cool. thank you awesome. for, thank you for spending the time. I know yeah, it's, it's getting late over there, but um, you know, I, I like, I like what you've 
what you're doing for your community, what your hopes are for your community and the people around you. I like seeing you bring people up through your business, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, the people that are around you. And, um, you know, here's to inspiring people for the next 20 years. And, 100%. and 100%. I appreciate you not putting that weird mesh thing that Koguchi put on in it behind his front bumper. oh yeah i'm so no. glad you didn't do that part <laughs> i didn't i, I that, that wasn't the best no that look. was bad <laughs> that was bad that wasn't the best that, i could i, I could you know koguchi hasn't done a lot of bad styling things but that that was definitely one of his missteps yeah i i can agree i can strongly agree <laughs> no for sure yeah no man um yeah again yeah thanks um it was a good time it was a good yeah. time yeah appreciate you buddy Cool. Thanks, brother. All right. Are you a good storyteller and have a good drifting-related story to tell? You got to fill out an application at podcast.sil80mania.com. In the upper right, there's a link called Storytime app. Fill it out, and I'll be looking forward to reading it. And if you're watching on YouTube and you enjoyed the podcast, do what my boys from Auto Factory Realize say and make sure to like that smash button and hit subscribe. Thank you guys for listening.